0: Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Dawn is yet some time away. Overhead, the pristine sky gleams with pinprick starshine, alien eyes glaring down with cold passivity at the world below, at Arkham. Traffic lights still throb a sickly yellow phosphorescence, fairly shouting, CAUTION! 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 Even though no one is driving at this early hour and no one could hear it anyway. In fact, the only noise is the susurration of wind through stoic elms laden with late summer leaves and the occasional snore from an open window in a nearby house. A pale, plastic grocery bag tumbleweeds its way along the empty streets, turning and somersaulting, then pausing when the breeze decides it needs to draw breath once more before ambling away on a path it never chose. An errant gust pushes it onto the sidewalk, over a chalk-drawn hopscotch, and finally into a cobblestone alleyway. A dead end, to be precise. Without air or other means of locomotion, the sack deflates, defeated. The ground here is dirty, strewn with used condoms, bent spoons, broken needles and discarded cigarette butts. Various epithets have been scrawled in garish spray paint onto the slick-slimed walls. Both corners are deeply stained by the bouillabaisse of vomit, excrement, and other bodily fluids. Broken beer bottles, smashed at high velocity, haunt the area as phantom impact blotches against the concrete. Ten minutes pass. There is no sound of any kind in the cul-de-sac. Then, seemingly without cause... Because there is not even a whisper of wind, the bag begins to stir. It crinkles and expands like the lungs of a dying fish. Movement comes next, a counterclockwise swirl, a solitary dance lifting the plastic away from the ground, spinning faster and faster as it becomes a ghostly white dervish in the dark. Just as it seems that the sack must soon collapse, a faint emerald illumination appears in the center of the dead-end wall, it's the size of a quarter at first, but grows steadily in circumference, until it's as big as a screen door. Beyond the portal, all is nothingness. Something black is nighttime, and quicker than a shadow leaps through from the other side. The shape hits the grocery bag mid-air, slapping it to the cobblestones, and, entangled, rolls several feet away from the dimensional doorway. A bout of loud hissing and aggravated growling is followed by the noise of shredded plastic. Silence resumes. Then, sheepishly, a small midnight-furred form slinks away from the ruined sack and sits on the cold ground. Ripley the cat looks up at the portal, her green eyes reflecting the light. She emits a long, ululating Her ears perk up, swiveling back and forth, as if in reaction to someone only she can hear. After a moment, the door begins to shrink back upon itself. Throughout, the feline raises a paw, licks it, and proceeds to wash her face diligently. With a final... The anomaly disappears completely, leaving its traveler alone in the blackness. Yawning dramatically, Ripley gives a disapproving sniff of her surroundings, stretches her compact form until the truncated tip of her tail quivers, then trots out of the alley in search of a more favorable environment. It is good to be home, she thinks, though the thought is more a nebulous, satisfied feeling, tinged with curiosity because Arkham feels different now, familiar but changed. Her whiskers twitch, and she's on her way to find out why. First stop is a place she does not recognize. It's a small house, tidy and well-kempt. kept. is a fenced-in backyard, but it is no match for the cat. Despite her age, she gracefully clambers up and over, dropping on a closed trash bin and then onto the tiled patio. She lifts her nose, samples the scents before sneezing violently several times. Another wipe or two with her paw, and her eyes dilate, fixing upon a window which emits a dim light. Softly, she pads to the spot beneath and leaps onto the sill, head bobbing left and right, attempting to view the interior through gauzy lace curtains. Ripley sees the shape of someone, but does not know this person from before. It is a human woman, sitting on the floor, humming loudly and staring blankly at the opposite wall. Directly in front of the human is a miniature house, split down the middle to reveal tiny rooms with tiny furnishings. They look like toys. Ripley's tail begins twitching in anticipation. But something is wrong. The woman's aura ebbs around her like an ivory cocoon flecked with burgundy speckles. It reeks of a diseased mind, a sickness. In the human's hands, something alive wriggles, and the hair at the nape of the cat's neck stiffens. The sick woman holds the tiny figure, a smaller version of herself, dressed in the same clothes, albeit miniaturized, and the aura around the living doll is the same color as the other. They are bound together in madness. Ripley watches. The doll's mouth has been sewn shut. Its widened eyes roll perpetually in their sockets, like blind field mice running for cover they cannot find. That is, until they see the cat's darkened outline and freeze in place to meet her gaze. Creakingly, the human begins turning her head in the same direction. But Ripley is already gone, back over the fence, loping towards the woods nearby. Arkham's forests are briared and forlorn, yet magical in the pre-dawn. A half-moon filters through the verdant canopy above. Amongst the branches, shining eyes peer down like lost coins upon the elevated banks along the river styx. Unafraid, Ripley saunters through the trees, padding softly on well-trodden dirt paths where human children would often play in the daytime. She follows her snout, intrigued by the pungent scent of ash somewhere up ahead. A fire gone cold, its spirit still lingering in limbo. The treehouse is unrecognizable, just a shambled lump of burned timber in a clearing that had somehow protected the surrounding foliage from the inferno. It is a blasted, black and cracked abomination, squatting like a fallen meteorite. Perhaps because it had burned so hot and so quickly... Or maybe because this part of the woods is remote. There is no evidence of any emergency services having been dispatched to quench the flames. They had simply gone out on their own. Gingerly, the cat walks the perimeter, sniffing but not coming any closer. In there, buried, is a dead human. She can smell it, melted fat almost like the rendered bacon grease behind the tapas restaurant downtown and there still remains a cloying, chartreuse aura that drifts with any random puff of air, but remains rooted to the ground. It is the swirling color of sadness and loss and even anger, all in equal measure, but ebbing with time. Soon it will completely vanish from this realm. Nothing more to do here. Ripley moves on. Eventually, she finds her way to Blaine Manor, With purpose, she strides up the front steps and directly to the porch. It takes more than a few loud, repetitive swipes at the front door, paws batting and scraping incessantly, before a human can be heard inside, cursing loudly as they descend from the second floor and then to the entrance, which opens with no hesitation. What on earth? Rocky says, bleary-eyed and suddenly more curious than irritated. He stoops down and scoops the animal into his arms, petting the ruffled fur and instinctively scratching under the cat's chin. He is rewarded with a deep, rumbling purr. Now, where did you come from, my little friend? The feline opens her eyes and gazes deeply into the humans. In both sets of orbs, there is reflected the same phosphorus jade light, but each bearing quite different numbers. Not exactly where... Ripley says in plain English. More like when. But we can talk about the particulars over breakfast. I don't suppose you've got any canned tuna? Moments later, the doorway seals shut again as the sun breaches the distant eastern horizon line. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2021. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.